So one. Why? Why is Mariah Carey famous? Because uh, she's an excellent singer. Negative. Not even close. She no. She is known for one of the like. I I saw a video of her and she was like just doing this high pitched singing. I think. Like, it was just making a sound. It wasn't really singing. But she kept moving her hand, and it was driving me nuts, and I never wanted to see it again. And the whole time I was thinking, why is this girl who was part of a movie called Glitter based off her album Glitter that is horribly – well, they're just horrible, both of them. Why is she, like, in such high praise? It makes no sense to me. Because she's an excellent singer that has made some great songs. Not really. I bet you can't name any of them. Uh, I got. I have one saved on Spotify. All I want for Christmas is you. The, okay, the Christmas album does not count, because literally any Christmas album is known to be great. See, you have the Wikipedia. Don't act like you didn't hear that. Yeah. So she had uh, no one great record in like '05, "The Emancipation of Mimi." No. Wait, what songs run? How? Here? How is that? No. <laughs> no. Oh, we, we belong together. That's a great song. No, it's it's a cover. <laughs> Is it? I think so. I'm pretty sure. I'm just going to say yes. It's It samples other songs. Exactly. There we go. That's every rapper pops song in the last like 20 years. I don't, I, okay, but rap is a whole nother argument that we can talk about in some other podcast. Chart performance awards and nominations. She didn't win any awards, just in case you were wondering. What, what, what? You're definitely in the wrong, my man. No, I'm not in the wrong. I am just pulling the blinders off people that think they know better than me. That's what I'm saying. There's a, there's no reason why this woman should be held to any high regard at all. She's a great musician with a okay, great voice. Okay, moving on. So then I go to I go to Walmart. Okay. And whenever I'm at Walmart, I obviously go and check out the um, uh, the video game section. And there's this kid there. This kid is just looking around. He's kind of he's being very awkward for me, but he's just walking around, um, looking at stuff and whatever. So, was this kid me? No, no. This ha- like literally just happened. So unless you just got up and moved out to here i don't know how that could have been you but anyways though so i was like i was talking to my wife at the time and i was like hey they have i looked at the the playstation section they had three copies of bloodborne okay and um so i told my wife that and whatever well i hung up with my wife and then i was there and i was like um I think I made the comment of like, hey, let's see if they have – I wanted to see if they had the best game of all time. I think I made that comment. Everything. I was looking for Metal Gear, but they didn't have Metal Gear, so I I actually said that was Bloodborne. Anyways, though, but the kid was like, well, what game is that? I was like, Bloodborne right there. He was just like, uh, have you heard of Call of Duty? And I was like, shut up, kid. I was like, who are you? <laughs> and that's my rant. The kid just did you tell him me. you have a podcast? <laughs> no, but I did go to GameStop. I had to buy um, <laughs> Martinez was there, so he can vouch for this. But um, I I bought uh, a charger for my DS because I've thought about playing um, Pokemon again. 
and uh and i lost my charger so like i went there but well there was two issues that i actually had one was this guy i was like hey do you have any of the because i couldn't find um any chargers for the ds at the 3ds and um i was like do you guys have chargers for the 3ds and he was like yeah it's right here and he gave it to me and this it's this aftermarket mad cats thing and i was like i don't want that i want the po i want the pokemon i want the nintendo official licensed nintendo product here dang it and i was like no do you have the nintendo one he was like no the nintendo nintendo doesn't sell that and i was like wait yes they do i see it at walmart all the time the only reason why i went to gamestop is because i had a gift card that's the whole reason so i was like whatever so i'd stopped having the argument with this guy because he clearly didn't know anything so then i went to um i went to check out and while i was there the lady was like oh so is there any games you'd like to pre-order you know give me the normal spiel and i was like no i'm good i wanted to say if i'm gonna pre-order a game it's gonna be only off of amazon because i get 20 percent off but um she so she was like well uh i think i mentioned casually that i had a switch or something like that and uh, no she asked me if i had a switch i said yeah she was like oh well there was a, a nintendo direct did you see all the games coming out for it I was like, yes. And like Martinez is sitting there just smiling away. And I was like, yeah, I saw all of them. And she was like, yeah, so you don't want to pre-order this and you don't want to pre-order that. And you don't want to pre-order Mario Tennis and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, I, I want to check out and leave. And she was like, oh, I watched the Nintendo Direct. And like she would not stop, dude. The whole time I was just thinking, if you only knew I had a podcast. And already know all this. And like then we've left and Martinez is like, I was just waiting for you to look at her and be like, ma'am, I have a podcast. I think I know. I didn't say it, though, but I really wanted to see. That's the that's the reason I don't really want to go to GameStop is because it's just going to be annoying. Well, you will be asked at least on three different occasions if you'd like to pre-order anything at least. Yeah. The, but see, I use them so they have a printout, the paper printout of like all the games coming out, and um, so I got one of those because I was like, "Hey, can I just get that paper from you?" And she was like, "Yeah, sure, here you go," and stuff. So I, I see that piece of paper is like I paid that that piece of paper is probably worth about ten cents. So I really stuck it to the man. Nice. Yeah, that's that's what I was going for. Anyways, though, we got a podcast. Well, that was a funny story. Um, <laughs> hello and welcome everybody to uh, Made by Gamer slash Codec Call transitioning out of the old title once we figure out how to change all the stuff. Uh, I'm Luke and today I'm joined by Dakota. What's going on, man? I need a catchphrase of some sort. Yeah, yeah how about uh, smoke them if you got them? No. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, but no. So, Dakota, I got one question for you. What you been playing? You really shouldn't ask this question. No. So, <laughs> so I beat Bloodborne two more times. So that's three three times total. Um, I now I I didn't time myself, but I beat it rather quick. I know one night um, I beat it. I beat it the second time and I started on the third time and after I beat it the first time I ran through everything and I was able to get past where you and I were like I had uh Vicar Amelia dead like I killed her and then I beat Rom I don't know if you know where Rom is but um I beat Rom as well which is like 
Uh, probably like right after rom you really only have like one other area left in the game and i did that all in like the same night in the span of like two hours so i wasn't kidding whenever i think i can beat bloodborne in like literally four hours if i have no issues with any of the bosses obviously you're always gonna have issues with the bosses but i think i have basically what i'm saying is is that i think i am now a bloodborne expert i think i can officially call myself a bloodborne expert i think that's probably fair. Okay, I'm glad that you agree. So, um, so with that being said, though, and now I have one more, um, uh, one more trophy to get before I 100%ed it, and I'm working on that now. I was doing that before we started this podcast. Like I was online because I just have to beat one more boss, but I have to beat two two bosses. So three bosses. The third boss is um, the Queen of Yarnum if anybody cares and that gives me the the last trophy that i need but there's two other bosses before i get to her so i have the i'm on the second boss now beat the first one on the second one now he's kind of difficult but i think just with patience i can beat him and then i will get to her i heard she's not too hard and then i will get the trophy so hopefully by the end of the night and you'll have platinum to the game yes jesus christ which i I'm, with that being said, I do need to confess something. The reason why I am platinum in this game is because whenever I played through it the first time, I got – I think I was 71% of the trophies. I had 71% of the trophies just by playing it and beating you basically yeah. in the race. I got 71% of the trophies. So the trophies are not really that hard. Like they're not hard to get. There's nothing crazy like, hey, beat the entire game without dying once. Like there's nothing crazy like that. It's mostly like just beat these bosses and then you'll win. So it's really not like I'm proud to say it. But at the same time, well, once it happens, I'll be proud to say it. But at the same time, it's not like anybody can really do it. As long as you have the patience to just actually do it, you will get most of the trophies your first playthrough. Um, and then you just have a couple of other things. I mean, the thing, the one part that sucks is that you have to get a trophy. You get one trophy for every ending of the game and there's three different endings to the game. So you do have to go back to play new game plus a new game plus two, I guess at this point. Um, so that part kind of sucks. But like I said, once you realize like the path that you need to take just to beat the game, cause there's like, we were talking before that there's all these extra places that you have to go. You don't even have to do most of it. Uh, most of the game, most of the game is optional. So if you just cut all the bull crap out and just do the main portion of the game and beat the game, the other two playthroughs are not that hard. And not to mention, you can cheese it by uploading your save to the cloud. If you have PlayStation plus, and then just reloading that save over and over again on the final boss and just doing the different things that you need to do. If that makes sense. I didn't do that. I wasn't that smart, but I saw that there was a way that you could cheese it. Yeah. I guess it's kind of reassuring that uh, <clears throat> it's already a challenging enough game. It, it, the trophies kind of tie into that and don't make it like even more yeah. super challenging on top of it. Yeah, like um, I know I heard that in Dark Souls, one of the challenges, I mean, one of the trophies was to get all the, tro- uh, I mean, get all the weapons and 
the but the issue what the difference between bloodborne and dark souls is that in dark souls you have to have all the weapons like so if you get one weapon and sell it you no longer have that weapon so you can't get the trophy it has to be in your inventory in order for you get to get the trophy and bloodborne you don't you just have to have been able to like uh, purchase it at one time so you can purchase all these weapons and then sell them right back so like they they don't have to be in your inventory. I do have them all in my inventory, but that's only because they're not really that expensive. But I mean, like that's the only real thing that I can see. Like just to show you how much easier it is to get a platinum in Bloodborne than it is in Dark Souls. Yeah, just saying. Dark Souls one. I I looked into <laughs> getting the platinum because I think I got like fifty to sixty percent of the trophies. But there's a lot of stuff that um all the different like factions mm-hmm. you can it takes a long time to level up like all the way to like 10 reputation or whatever it's called. Um, and that, that takes a lot of like online PVP play and there's trophies for maxing out like every faction and See? you have to play as like every different class. And like there, there's like specific items you can only get by like maxing out like the monk stuff or maxing out the regular sorcerer stuff or the regular pyromancer stuff. See, no, that, not, none of this. Yeah, this is all just <clears throat> beat all the bosses. Because I know the first time that I played it, that I went through it and played, I missed. Um, you know what? Screw it. Spoiler alert. Um, I missed the um, Ebertos, which is the queen, child of the queen, something like that. Ebert Ebertos is a great one in the game, but it's an optional character. I mean, an optional boss. It's actually a really freaking hard boss, but it's optional like i said and whenever i beat the game i was so wanting to beat the game the first time that i completely forgot to go back and beat her so like i the second time i played through it kind of sucked because i now had to do all this optional stuff to allow me to beat her to get that trophy but like i said i mean there just to show you as long as you play through the first time and you beat all the bosses it's not it's you'll get a good 70 percent of the trophies it's not hard at all i mean there's nothing crazy like the get all the runes that i I thought that was for sure going to be one but that's not one thank god but yeah just so you know cool very cool and once i beat it and i will send you a screenshot of it to rub it in your face (laughs) (laughs) well i'm just glad like i think it's cool that like you've dived into this game so much because Obviously, I love the Dark Souls franchise, and it's cool to see somebody else like go a hundred percent like into one of these games like this. And I didn't think I would like honestly. Once you, I mean, like <clears throat> the fact that we, I will say, the fact that we put on, we had that challenge, which I don't really know how that started. For the record, I was thinking about that the other day because like. We never really said, hey, this is going to be a race. It's just kind of like we both. Well, I think it was more me than you, but I just kind of turned it into a race. I, I think, think we randomly brought it up on a podcast once just offhand. Maybe. I don't know. But the point is, is that like that, that conversation is what spurred me because like, I'm not going to lose. Well, I'm not going to willingly lose. I mean, if you yeah. beat me gr- good, but I'm not just going to be like, you know what? I'm not going to play it. So because of that, like that made me jump into it. And then they, that, I think that was one of the games like, cause I remember whenever I bought the game, I bought it on black Friday. It was cheap. It was like 20 fucking bucks, dude. And whenever I bought it, I was like, I don't know why I'm buying this because I'm never going to play it. But it's one of those games that like, I love the aesthetic of it that I just want to own it. 
So I bought it with the intention of never playing it, if I'm completely honest. Like, I was just going to walk right through it and just be like, oh, this was fun. The first time I died, just be like, all right, that's a good game. Moving on. And But whenever we put the challenge on us, that made me, like, I really wanted to play it. Diving more into it made me, like, this isn't as hard as what I thought it was. Like, it's a hard game, don't get me wrong. But, like... I don't know. There's there's very little bullshit in the game. There is a lot of bullshit, but it's little compared to other games. Like sometimes you just I I just fought a boss and it pissed me off because I got stuck behind a statue that's in the arena that you fight the boss in. And that statue, because I got stuck in him on that statue, I couldn't move out of the way. So I couldn't heal myself because he was standing right in front of me. So like that that sort of shit really pisses me off but that doesn't happen too too much there's always a way like oh if i just dodged this way instead of that way i would have been fine and that's that's rewarding i think and that's why i like the game yeah it's it's very fair like <clears throat> if you lose it's your fault um and you just got to learn from it right but i mean i'm sorry i can keep going on about bloodborne for fucking ever but like the um another one of the bosses that because i told you the last time that we had the podcast about the defiled chalice dungeons i was wrong that's what i wanted to say i was wrong i said that you play new games plus bosses which you do but with the the same amount of health that you have whenever you first start out the game. But that is not true. It's actually whatever amount of health you have divided in half. So it's half your total health. But, I mean, that still knocks you down quite a freaking lot. But whatever. I think I had 1,500 health at the time, so it bumped me down to 750. And that sucked. But whatever. Anyways, though, but, like, to show you an idea of, like, how rewarding it is i didn't think i would ever beat that boss that i was on like i played that boss so freaking much finally i started realizing the attack pattern that he had and how to counter it and go about it and then finally like i realized i just need to stop being so greedy i need to get in the shot that i can get in and then move out and once I got patient enough with it i was able to do that and i now he's not a problem so like I've faced them two more times since then and beat them no problem. And it's crazy that I didn't think I would ever beat that guy to now uh, he's not even an issue. Yeah. Okay, we can move on now. I think I said everything. Oh, I don't have the DLC. I didn't get the DLC. I want to get the DLC, but I'm really nervous about the DLC because I don't want to go from a game that I feel like I'm pretty good at right now to the DLC version of it and like get my ass handed to me. That's what I'm nervous about. I want to play it eventually, but it still scares the crap out of me because I know that one of the bosses in the game is like ridiculously hard. I don't think it's going to be that bad. <clears throat> so there's I do hear a, it's really hard, though. There's um, a count. I mean, uh, a countdown of the hardest bosses in blood. I mean, yeah, in Bloodborne. And they have a 10 point scale. So, like, they've factor in all this stuff and they divide it up. However, and then the person that they create, I mean, they're like in the order that they put them in the bosses, they have a factor out of 10 on how hard they are based on this algorithm that they use. I don't know. It's, it's complicated. You just need to watch the video, but it's weird because their number two gets a 10 out of 10, like with difficulty. 
the um cause i don't know if you know about him cause the orphan of cause cause the orphan i think whatever it doesn't matter that boss is like he is number one and he actually scored based on their algorithm higher than what it was possible he was a 10.27 out of 10 (laughs) that's how hard he is i don't know how they did their algorithm but he actually like scored higher than what it was possible yeah it won't be that bad I mean, I saw a way to cheese it, so maybe. Well, the, the thing is, is you, I would probably start, like, a new game. Because if you'd go in at, like, new game plus two or whatever. Three. Yeah, you're, three. that's going to be insane. I know, like, <laughs> it's funny. Like, you don't expect it to get that much harder. And then, because at the end of the first game... I was able to, like, one-shot the enemies, like, some of the enemies in the final stage of the game. Like, really no problem. With Ludwig Tully Blade, it was really no problem. The bosses gave me an issue, but that was it. And then whenever I played the new game plus, the very first area, I was like, oh, these guys will be nothing. And, of course, I run through that big little area where all these people are and died multiple times. Just because I thought I could, I thought I was invincible and I thought I could just run through. Nope. I still had to play the first time. I mean, the second time, just like I did the first time. And I did think about like, cause I was thinking about whenever I decided to 100% the game, I was like, maybe it would be easier if I just started the whole game over again. But then I was like, you know what? I, I would be starting from scratch and I don't want to do that. I feel like the game is the hardest the first time you play it, believe it or not. Yeah. Cause you spend a lot of time just figuring out, how everything works and where to go and what to do. And then from there, you know, it, the enemies have more health and all that, but it's that initial challenge of just everything clicking. Yeah. The hardest. Right. All right. We can, we can move on. Okay. So, uh, Oh wait, I also played PUBG mobile and got my first chicken dinner. Cause nobody was on. Shut up. Shut up. There was 100 people in my game. That's what I'm going with. It says 100 people. I do not care how many of them were bots and if they allow, allowed me to play the game. I mean, beat the game, win the game, whatever. I It still said that there was 100 people in there, and I killed five of them, so whatever. How are the controls on that? They're not horrible. They're they're not. It's not the best thing in the world, obviously, for a phone screen, but they're not horrible. Um I think that the thing, the problem that I get is like, you know how like a stealth, stealth is so important in that game, but they have to, and this is my own fault, but, um, they have two buttons on the screen to allow, that allow you to shoot one on the right, one on the left. Well, the issue is, is that the aim is still on the left. So like it works just like a controller. So the left, uh, stick, the left thumb area i don't know how you would say it without a stick but um the left allows you to move the i mean move your character the right allows you to move the camera so whenever you're like running through i'm trying to i don't want to move my person anymore because i'm trying to um yeah i'm trying to move the camera so my person aims to that person that I'm trying to kill. Well, my left stick, my left thumb will miss the little like thumb portion to move my character while I'm trying to move the camera. So then I'll end up accidentally shooting is my point. Whenever I'm not trying to shoot yet, if that makes sense, if you're following that, basically your thumb, your thumb will be located in the wrong place and that will cause you to either shoot whenever you want to move or move whenever you want to shoot. Okay. That's what sucks. 
And so you lose the element of surprise a lot because you'll like try to move, but you'll end up shooting or you'll try to shoot, but you'll end up moving. But that's, that's your own fault because that you just have to learn where the placement is. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm done. Okay. Anyway. Uh, so I've actually played a couple things. Um, so I played hidden agenda for PS4. That's part of Sony's PlayLink series where I saw you, that you got like three trophies in that game. Yeah, so I had a couple friends over, and we we sat down to that for a couple hours. Um, it's a cool little experience. If you can get it for like fifteen bucks, I've seen it for like less than fifteen bucks on Amazon. Um, it's it's a cool little like party game. It's very similar to Until Dawn, except uh, everybody like votes on the choice, and there's like mini games where uh, you all search around a room for clues, or if like you're in a chase scene, you all have to like make motions on your on your touch screen to like jump over stuff or whatever so it's it's kind of cool because we spent the time like trying to figure out like who was the killer like what do these clues mean or what does this stuff mean so it's kind of fun that way that you have to like figure it out with with your friends um we got about halfway through and then died and i don't really want to play through it again and i don't know if it saves or not (laughs) why uh, why do you not want to play through it again just because you're not interested well, I guess it's probably you, you knowing what you know halfway through. I feel like the first half of the game is like not needed, um, but maybe stuff could go way differently. It, it, it probably it, it's probably like until dawn and things can go way differently. So I guess that does have some replay value. But um, I, I, I'm just not fe- like super excited to get up and finish it out, you know. Right. But it, I mean, it's cool for like two, three hours having some people over. Hmm. Is it yeah. one of you as the killer? I can, I never. No, yeah. no. It, um, it, there's somebody in the story that is, and you all try to figure it out, but you're all working together. Hmm. See, I thought it was like the mole. Where like somebody's yeah. trying to sabotage. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> I kind of thought so too. I wasn't sure exactly what it was. That um, sucks. They need to make a mole game. Why is there not a mole game? Hidden Agenda 2, maybe. I will maybe. say that the graphics do look really good. The, like, the faces <laughs> look really good. So that is cool. Um, I actually played a little bit of Fortnite Battle Royale. Um, on? So I, I played it on PS4 because a friend of mine, he was like, oh, we got to check this out. We could play this together. Um, and he has he just has a PS4. I have it downloaded for both that and Xbox. Because I have a bunch of friends that that play it. Um, I mean, it's fun, but like having you know cut my teeth on PUBG, like this just feels like I don't know amateur kind of. It's so weird because there's so like there's a there's such a divide between it. It's crazy. Like some people are either PUBG and hate Fortnite, or they like Fortnite and they hate PUBG. There's so it's so weird to me. Like it, it was kind of refreshing to to play that style of game and it not be super serious and super intense. And like, I it's don't kind know of cool why. to get a break. But I, I would I would prefer it to be the super realistic. I you can't crawl you can't crawl in Fortnite, right? Uh I don't think I didn't so. figure out a way to. So <laughs> I need to be crawling around in a bush, like to truly enjoy this game. You know? Dude, I just hate I hate the building and I yeah, hate the, how I, I much hate you the building too. Oh, I hate how you can cheese it so much. Like my my PS plus lapsed 
and I I don't play enough online to really care about it. I mean, especially now with me playing Bloodborne, I don't I have no reason to have people playing that. I'm good enough by myself. Actually, I could have used some help in the Chalice Dungeons. Thank you very much. But oh, yeah. that reminded me. So when Shadows Die Twice is finally announced, or whatever, I'm convinced it's going to be like a Bloodborne sequel or spinoff. Really? We're going to redo the challenge. No, Whenever wait, they... hold, hold on, hold, hold, hold on. Wait, you need to finish. Okay, this is what I need you to do. I need you to finish all the games that you were playing, and then we will have a discussion on this challenge because I have a couple of questions. Okay. Um, a couple other things I played uh, with my girlfriend. Uh, we played some Snipper Clips co-op. We got like the first like set of puzzles. That was pretty fun. You got um, through them? Yeah. I mean, I think there's like like five or six like oh. big sets. I've only the played the demo. Um, and then we played through the last couple worlds in Donkey Kong Country on her SNES Classic. Um, so that was pretty fun. We had a few too many beers to be able to handle the uh, the reaction time needed to actually beat the game. But I think if we were sober, we actually would have beat the game. <laughs> Why do I have the Wikipedia of Ryan Carey up on my my computer <laughs> i just realized that as you were talking keep going though sorry um and then so i've finally admitted defeat i'm gonna sell my playstation vr once i, I do the last couple things i needed to do on it like th- things i needed to play why so i want to i want to play um the res infinite like final area that's oh like God. crazy in vr apparently and then the only other things on the list were play a little more super hypercube and play the Wipeout uh, VR mode. Why don't you play Resident Evil 7 with NBA? I, it's going to scare the shit. Dude, just do it, dude! What you actually need to do is, whenever I move back, you need to, like, bring it, or I need to go there, or whatever. We need to play that together and, like, record each other playing it. Yeah. So, anyway, um, Res Infinite, I played through, like, two worlds of that last night. Um, so I'm finally getting to the point where it kind of clicks, I think it helped that I turned my soundbar on and turned it up a little bit to like feel the music. But like once that game clicks, like I was like, Oh shit, this is actually really cool. Okay. So that's what I've been playing. Um, so anyway, the details of this challenge, I'm, I'm my personal opinion is that this next game is going to be some kind of bloodborne related game. I think you're, be a straight you're high sequel. shit. <laughs> I, that's that's what I'm saying. You are straight high, dude. What have you been smoking? Because there's no way in hell that I am. I. Why are we having this? Is so weird. I really want to listen to the. When did that happen? That happened at the Game Awards, right? The video yeah. game awards, dude. In the last four months, holy shit! You and I have changed so much. It's a problem because at the time that happened, I was like, dude, this got to be Bloodborne, right? And then you were like, I don't think so. I think it's Tenchu. And now I've switched, and I think it's Tenchu, and you think it's Bloodborne. Yeah, look up, like, the theory on it, because there's a really good, like, uh, Reddit post about just breaking down all the theories and all the evidence for it. The only – I I watched a thing where it talks about – uh, maybe it's the same one that we, that you're talking about, but I know that they talk about um, shadows based on the shadows of Yarum, um, and they die like well, dying twice. The well, the dying twice portion because based on the hunter's dream, you keep being reborn, 
Um, <clears throat> and then there's like, there's, um, drums. Is that the one that you're talking about? Where they talk about the drums and stuff? I don't think so. Okay. Well, the one that I was, the one that I read, I mean, watched, I guess it's a video. Um, they talked about how there's drums. The drums in the DLC are the same drums. Um, there's a pan flute based off of like some sort of Japanese thing. I mean, Chinese thing. And like that somehow relates as well and so on and so forth. And then at the end of it, they were like, yeah, but we don't think it's Bloodborne. Was what, what I, do you have any like evidence to suggest that it could be Bloodborne? Um, from that Reddit post. Yeah. So there's like, it, it kind of ties it back to how there's hints about in the bloodborne world that this also happened in like an Asian like area or country or whatever. So like there's hunter gear that has kanji imprinted on it in bloodborne. You get like a, uh, suit that's like samurai looking, I think, or ninja looking. Um, and it, it just hints at this event spreading, elsewhere i don't remember this the specifics but something along those lines <clears throat> well here how about this because i was gonna say this that whenever i was gonna say have you beat dark souls the first one yes dang it <laughs> never mind then because i was gonna say that i'm getting it as the rem- i'm getting the remaster so I was going to say we'll do that one. But if you've already played it, then never mind. So then my next option was going to be you have Neo. Yeah. I was going to say maybe Neo. Yeah, that would be a good one. But the issue is that you've already started it. But I don't know how I'm far. not very far. But I also heard that Neo is like the hardest of them. Yeah, it's unbelievably hard. And that's what I'm worried about. <laughs> I can't go from a game that I feel like I'm actually decently good at to a game that I'm horrible at. It's just not, it's not right. You shouldn't do that. Yeah. Well, we'll have to figure out exactly when the next challenge is going to be. Well, but I think that hope <sighs> when's E3 this year, is it beginning of June or like mid June? Maybe. Well, okay. It doesn't matter. Cause if it, okay. Whatever shadows die twice is, We'll do that. Yeah. We'll discuss Neo, but we'll do that. Okay. And we have to start at the same time on the same day. Yep. Um, uh, these terms sound good. But you're not going to get a girlfriend again, are you? you know, I uh, I hope to only have the one. Okay, that's what I'm. That's what I wanted to hear. I'm just saying, I I can't let you get all having a girlfriend and stuff. And then not playing games again. Because if this turns out to be a runaway win, this may be my last race with you ever. Nah, dude, nah. Speaking of races, though, um, I was thinking about hitting you up and being like, dude, we should play some Mario Kart. Yeah. Because I I think you have a win record higher than me right now. Against me. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Okay, let's get into the news. Um, not I think there's drinking. a lot of like, what? Go ahead. Not what you're drinking. I'm just no. kidding. I'm drinking some unsweetened almond milk. That sounds like the most disgusting thing I've ever heard in my entire life. 
That's See, how do they make milk out of almonds? I don't but, know. Okay, no, I was I'm drinking water, so it's not interesting. Moving on. Okay, we got a bunch of like small stories that I don't think we need to elaborate too hard on. Um, Dragon Quest Eleven is finally coming out to the West on September eighth. So this I was super excited about since. You know, Dragon Quest kind of had a, a tumultuous relationship with English-speaking countries and stuff. Not coming out or coming out way later. So th- this latest entry on PS4 and 3DS got great reviews from, from Japan. Um, and a lo- impressions that I heard from podcasts and stuff were fantastic. So I'm super stoked to play this. It looks great on PS4. Unfortunately, we're not getting the 3DS one in America, but I... I was only going to get one, and it was going to be PS4 anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, Did you ever play any of the Dragon Quest? I played... On Game Boy Color, they re-released <laughs> 1 and 2, I think. Okay. And I played 1. I played 8 on PS2. Um, I feel like there was one other one that was like on DS or something. I think I, I started one of those. I am. I I haven't played any of them, so I was just curious. Um, let's see what else. What else? So GPU prices are finally coming back down, probably correlating to the drop in Bitcoin prices and cryptocurrency prices. Yeah. So this is encouraging for gamers since you can actually buy something at a decent price to run your PC. Are you looking to upgrade? Uh, no, not right now. I'm I'm pretty satisfied with my PC at the moment. Cause really the thing I've been playing most is like small indie stuff that doesn't even need like yeah. <clears throat> graphics. That's obviously I can't upgrade, but I was going to try to see if I could talk you into popping your, what is it? 1060, 1070, 1070, 1070. popping that thing out, replacing Well, selling it for buku's of bucks. And then, Pop it in a ten fifty. I mean, a ten eighty Ti. Did you see? That's one thing that we need to discuss. Did you see what the new numbers are? I saw. It's the eleven series. No, they they're jumping to twenty. Oh really? Yeah. That, oh, or, or, okay. That's what I read on CNET. Now, whether or not that happens or not is a different story. But that's what I read on CNET. They were talking about um, going to the twenty uh, fifties and sixties. I was like, twenty. That's so weird. I wish that they would go to 11. I hope that they go to 11, but they were talking they were talking about uh 1060, I mean 2060s. Yeah. Um so there's some stories from like the last week or so that kind of go back and forth. Yeah. That's why that's why I said that it's not confirmed, but yeah. Yeah, so hopefully this means an announcement's coming soon. I hope they don't not. have a dumb they, name. They just need to calm down with the, with these. That's like every year, isn't it? Yes, but it, we don't need uh, – it gets so saturated. Like the market is just so – there's no point. It's like buying a phone nowadays. New phones are coming out every year. There's no point in buying one. Yeah. Every two – well, I think I'm on the on the vibe of I'll buy a phone every two years because I don't think these things are meant to last. No, and, that – I mean if we're – I mean whenever we start our phone podcast – we can discuss this more, but I okay. do, I do think that we should do that. They should have like, you should upgrade your phone every year because you're right. I don't think that they're meant to last. Things are just the, 
with all the stuff that you do with your phone now, it just deteriorates so quickly. You can push it beyond that one year, but I think that with just like security features and stuff like that, you should upgrade it every year. But I I don't see any re- any problems with not upgrading every year. Like keep yeah. every once I get um, onto the Google Pixel side of things, I plan on upgrading every two years. But that's gonna take a little bit, obviously. Yeah. All right, moving on. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so No Man's Sky is getting another expansion for some reason, and it's coming out for Xbox. This is this is its debut on Xbox, right? Yeah, yeah. It was um, PS4, PlayStation, and um, computer PC. exclusive. Yeah. So apparently, this is their biggest expansion yet. Um, I guess that's good that they're turning the ship around. Um, I but- mean. It's. I thought about buying No Man's Sky again. Oh my god, dude! It's. It sounds like it turned into a good game. I guess. It, like go back and there's um, there's a YouTube series called Defend It, and they talk about No Man's Sky, and they actually like yeah, they talk about how it's become a full fledged game now. That's kind of crazy. It, it it is because, I mean, if you just put the, the what they said about the game to the side and just look at the game for being a game, it's not like like I said, if they would have said nothing and this game just brought, popped up one day, it would be like, oh shit, this is actually a good game. But because that didn't happen, it looked at so badly. It's 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 kind of like um, uh, Resident Evil four, five, and six. Four was groundbreaking and life changing. Five was kind of a huge disappointment. Six is just ridiculously disappointing. But if they came in the opposite order, if it was six, five, and then four, nobody would have a problem with any of them. Yeah. So that's kind of what I see with this. There. That's my rant. Moving on. Yeah. Um,. <laughs> So, state of date, state of decay two. What did you want to talk about that? I mean, I think it looks pretty good. They, I know that they, IGN had a big exclusive look on it. I watched about twenty minutes of gameplay with it. I didn't think it was bad. Um, I personally find this game interesting. I don't know about you. So, I've been trying to look it up a little bit. Now, is this a kind of game where it's like a persistent world, and you like just drop in drop out and there's like online people just running around all the time um <laughs> basically uh, what i read it reminded me of arc survival evolved okay yeah i can kind of yeah and yeah but this relies more on a like single player aspect to it though okay is what i think now uh, i it, that's from the way it's it's looking like to me and it's more about your base building rather than like getting because i feel like you can like you only have the people that you want in in your world it's not like an online where anybody can just drop in on your world and raid you okay so it's it's no like that can't happen but if yeah, if it's a game where like my base is gonna get destroyed overnight and I have to play it twenty four seven, that that's not what I want. So yeah, I need to look into it more. But I'm I think it looks cool. 
I think it looks interesting. I think it's more like if you and I want to team up, we can do that. And like you can come to my base or I can go to your base and we can or we can have inhabit the same base and we can work on the same common goal in that base. Okay. So, yeah, I'll have to look into that more and get back to you on that, but I'm intrigued. Yeah, that's I just I like the aspect of base building with proper base building, not Metal Gear Solid Survive, Metal Gear Survive. I mean, not that kind of base building. Don't get it twisted now. <laughs> um, so some other news stories. Uh, Luminous remastered <clears throat> got announced coming out in May. Was it out for everything? Wasn't that our first um, lesser known? It was. It was probably a recent. One of the first ones. I think that you and I have we. I think that we should. This podcast, everybody included in this podcast, should take some sort of satisfaction to being the reason why this is a thing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we, we brought it back. We were campaigning. Exactly. We brought it back. There we go. Yeah. So I'm very. I don't know which one I'm gonna get on either the switch. Because that's going to be amazing to play on the go, portable. Um, but it's going to be in 4K as well on consoles. <laughs> so, off to, we'll see. But very stoked for it. Amazing game. Definitely check it out. Um, Atari showed off their their new box. It's now called the Atari VCS. They showed it off at GDC. Um, only showed the box and the controllers, and nothing else. It's going to retail for 250 or $300, um, and I don't know why anybody would pay that much for this thing. <laughs> Was that slight to me? <laughs> I no, don't, not, not to you specifically. I mean, I don't know. It's. I think the fact that it runs Linux is kind of intriguing. There's so much stuff that you can do with that is the only reason why. Yeah. I guess they say it's going to be classic and modern. So I just got to see what the modern side yeah, of it they, is. They definitely need to talk about it. Like, they, it's supposed to come out in April, I think. No, the, the, I think the pre-orders start in April, so I don't think it's, it's probably oh. going to be out for a while. Oh, well, then never mind then. I just, whatever. Moving on. I, it's just annoying. Um, I guess... There were God of War previews, but I think maybe we should just talk about that when we go through the April games. Yeah. Uh, Days Gone was released. I mean, was delayed, not released. Uh, the exact opposite of released. Yeah. I, I just saw it. That's the only reason why I brought it up, because I don't think that we've had a podcast since then. Yeah, so that's 2019 officially. So I think I don't Sony care. will be fine. Yeah, I because don't care. We got God of War and Detroit Become Human over the next couple of months and then probably Spider-Man early fall, I would hope. Um, and, and then, and nobody really cares much about bikers. I, I think days gone looks cool. Really? And then I bet they'll, they'll sit out the holiday season. Like they always have been let call of duty, take that and then have their games fill in the other months. And then I bet days gone will be early 2019. Is it so annoying that call of duty takes over? But but not this year though, because this year it's in uh, Call of Duty comes out in uh, October. Yeah, but it's still gonna dominate. You think through Christmas it'll it'll dominate through Christmas. 
I hope not. I so know. I, I, anyway, I could see them not releasing a big fall game. Right. I feel like Call of Duty may be on its last wings, though. Like, of dominating. Like, people are starting to not care. Yeah, I Even guess the normals. Because, like, Fortnite has, like, taken over. Yeah. So they need to compete with that now. Fortnite. Compared to just regular shooters. Fort- I guess, uh, I'm just talking about regular shooters. Right. Fortnite releases a, um, a physical copy yeah, <laughs> during that time. God, um, that's so annoying. I'm so... <laughs> Moving on. But I guess this brings me to one question. If... If uh, Days Gone and Last of Us Part Two come out in the same year, is I think they they're going to have to be really far apart to not like eat each other's lunch, you know? Um, I, I mean, yeah, but I I think that that would, I, uh, I think that Last of Us Part Two will be a like Days Gone will be the one that has to move. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. I I was gonna say that's I that's what I wanted to make clear was that Last of Us Two is more looked for than oh, absolutely. Days Gone. Okay, I'm just glad we agree. I was worried. You know, I wonder maybe they're gonna surprise us. With what Bloodborne if Death 2? Stranding or like the Bloodborne Two Shadows Die Twice is their big fall 2018 title? I mean, because here's the thing. Or, so. Go ahead. Sorry. I don't think so. I don't think so either. But from software, they have a good turnaround time. They make stuff quickly. You know, it was Dark Souls 2, then Bloodborne, then Dark Souls 3. But and they that... had a, a Dark Souls 2, like, remaster in there. Okay, right. only only because I am a Bloodborne expert, newly claimed Bloodborne expert. I don't think it'll be, if there is that big of a turnaround, I don't think it'll be Bloodborne. I think that that will hurt your chances of being Bloodborne. Only because Bloodborne took two years just to make the soundtrack. Yeah, but you, I mean, you can do other stuff at the same time. I mean, you're right, but it's... Uh, I don't know. It has me with, worried. Like, the Bloodborne buzz has been coming back when they put it on PS Plus, And, like, there's a whole wave of people going back to it. Dude, that was they, crazy. They put the... Uh, the DLC for like six bucks if you have PS Plus, so I think they're they're like hyping it up slowly. So I maybe I, maybe not this year, but we're definitely gonna hear more in my in my mind. I mean, you, I think we'll definitely hear something. I just I don't know. I know I, I believe in From Software. They they move quickly. So yeah, I anyway. hope you're right. Um, I guess I wanted to touch on some of the big March games that came out and the reaction to them, um, mainly Far Cry 5, Nino Kuni 2, and Sea of Thieves. Um, is there any one of those that you wanted to talk about specifically? Um, Far Cry 5 has been... I, I haven't played it yet. I wish we had Martinez on here for Far Cry 5 because I know he has it. Um... Sea of Thieves. I can talk a little bit about Sea of Thieves, but Buckman has Sea of Thieves, so I wish Buckman was on here to talk about it. Um, um, that I the only thing I can talk about with Sea of Thieves is that if you bought it now, you didn't buy it to play the game now. Sorry, you just didn't. It was not. It's a No Man's Sky thing. You have to wait for that. I don't know how Buckman feels about it. I know that Buckman. We talked about him. 
I mean, we talked about how it's just bad to play by yourself, and it is. I mean, like, it's not yeah. a game that you play by yourself. It's just not. But if you wait it out and you make friends, it will be better. Um, Fire Cry 5 is just, from the from the reviews, it's kind of disappointing. Yeah, because Far Cry 5 is, has ranged... So actually, all these games have ranged from like a 6.5 like up to like a 9. Right. In reviews. So with Far Cry 5 specifically, there's a lot of people on Twitter that are saying, like, it's so crazy, it's so fun, it's just unbelievable. But I guess, is it, like, really buggy or something that just detracts from it, even though it's, like, a kind of wild game? I mean, I heard I heard that. I heard that there's just dumb mechanics to it that, like, you create this character. Because for the first time, you don't play – well, I don't know if it's the first time because I don't know about Primal. I didn't play Primal. But um, I know that for, like, one of the first time, if not the first time, you create your character. It's, a, it's like, a, a voiceless person that you create. But yet yeah. you, like, have to – you buy like cosmetic items and you get cosmetic items for like the, the clothes that your character wears, but it's a first person game. So there's no point in it. And, I mean, like people are making fun of it saying that like, you need to have your friends buy the clothes. That way you can look at them. Yeah. And it's, it's just dumb stuff like that. Like, I don't know why they would do that. Um, one guy I saw complaining that they don't have, that they don't have a beard mechanic for you to make a, put a beard on your character. There's like no beards, which whatever that's neither here nor there. Um, I heard that the bear gets a lot of, you, there's a bear named Cheeseburger, if you didn't hear, um, and that's a big deal. But I feel like I feel like all dogs in a video game. I don't know how this one is, but all dogs in a video game need to like take a page out of Metal Gear Solid Five because that is the best freaking dog companion you've ever seen in a video game. That, I do agree with that. Like I remember. Fallout 4 with the dog and Metal Gear Solid 5 came out around the same time. And the dog in Fallout 4 made me so mad. For the first time ever, I'm pretty sure, like, the ASPCA got a letter about how cruel I was to this dog. Because I would just kill this dog just because it got in the way all the freaking time. But uh, D-Dog in uh, MGS5, brilliant. Freaking brilliant. That thing is great. So I don't know how in the world like Bethesda screwed up a dog mechanic that bad, but so I don't know anything about Far Cry Five's dog, but um, I heard that like that stuff, and then Nino Cooney I've heard a lot of good things about. Like I've considered getting it because if I had money, I would get Nino Cooney too. Yeah, I've heard a lot of really good things as well, but I've also heard kind of mediocre things. I think. reviews tended to be higher and then um like people's reaction on forums and stuff tended to be lower Hmm. um a lot of people aren't fans of the battle system and they aren't fans of the kingdom building so um those are two things i was worried about i mean the kingdom building because i heard that the kingdom building kind of sucks because you you just you kind of just like pick what buildings go not where the buildings go, I think is what what it was. And I mean, wh- you don't play that game to build your kingdom. I mean, if you did, I'm sorry. Play yeah. Play Civ for crying out loud. That's what you want to play for that. 
Not this. So I, I was, I mean, I love Nino Cooney one. I was super hyped for this. Uh, I think I'm going to wait to get it just because it's probably going to go on sale. Not because I'm not hyped for it, but I know I'm just not going to get to it right now. Right. And it, it does kind of worry me that uh, there's been a, a kind of meh reaction what, as well. What have you heard about Far Cry 5? Uh, same thing. Like Some people are like, oh, it's amazing. Some people are, oh, it's okay. Or it's amazing, but it has a lot of problems. Are you going to pick any of them up? I'm not going to get any of them right now. Uh, I'll get Nino Kuni 2 later. Well, what? Uh, see, I want to get Sea of Thieves, but I want to get the controller for it. <laughs> I mean, just get the controller. Don't get the game yet. But I, I mean, an expansion. like, but I do want the game. It's just that you can you cannot build a because I think it's interesting. Like we were talking earlier about how you want to, we don't want to play a game that base like you have to play twenty four seven in order to get anywhere because everybody else is playing twenty four seven, and. Sea of Thieves is kind of that game then where like you can we you can jump in six years from now and you will be at the same spot as everybody else. You may not have, you know, the same sort of level with the um, different factions. I don't know what you would call them, the different groups like that may be different and stuff, but it doesn't matter. You can still I can still go in there and fight another character and his health is not ridiculously high because he's been playing so much longer than me and so on and so forth. So like, I like that aspect, but unfortunately with that aspect, you have to, with that sort of game, you have to have some sort of progression system and without skills being leveled up, you, it comes down to cosmetic and nobody wants to fight to just look different. Yeah. I just think they need like more content to keep people going. after. Right. And that initial <laughs> stuff. Hopefully that comes. Hopefully it's an Orient Sky. Yeah, hopefully. hopefully. Also, Burnout Paradise Remastered. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Also, Detective Pikachu. I, I've heard good things about Detective Pikachu. I kind of want it. Also, MLB The Show 18. Nobody cares. Actually, actually, a lot of people care, but you these sports games are kind of getting out of hand. Oh, and a way out, dude. Oh, yeah. I heard that was really good, too. Really? I've heard the opposite. I don't know. I, I Somebody tweeted it's a must play, and that's about all I heard, I guess. I mean, I heard that it's a cool mechanic. It's dumb because, like, it basically turns all of the, like, everything is kind of just a quick time event. Yeah. And I quick time events are fine for like some cutscenes, but not for everything. So it, that part kind of makes me less interested. It is awesome though, that I can get it and give you the code. Yes. That's, and you don't have to worry about getting it or vice versa. That's awesome. Yeah. I was, I was going to say maybe once it goes on sale, we should do that. Uh, I've had a couple of people already hit me up if I would play them with it, play with oh, them. Man. And then, I mean, I didn't say no to you. I mean, I can play multiple times. Whatever. Also, I, I, I don't I don't have an Xbox right now, so that part sucks. Oh, is it Xbox exclusive? Yeah. Oh, shit, I didn't realize that. I don't think it's on... I don't 
think that's on PC. It may be on PC, but I don't think so. Oh, okay. Wait, anyway. hold on. Duh, I have the list right in front of me. Oh, wait. PlayStation 4. Is it? There's no way it's on PlayStation 4. Is it really? Oh, apparently. I could have sworn it was at the Xbox. What? Are you kidding me? They Xbox just must have had the, uh, the like marketing deal. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I cannot believe that. If this is by now. Holy crap, you can. Hey, you want to get a way out and give me the code and I'll play it with you on PlayStation? Yeah, not today, but it's fine. <laughs> I don't have PlayStation Plus, so I can't play it right now. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> okay, so that was recapping March. Um, I guess let's move into looking ahead towards April. Um, not a whole lot on the docket, but some good stuff in there. Um so move past Pillars of Eternity 2 because it got delayed, but it's still on the When did it list. get delayed? Uh, to May 8th. No, like what day was it delayed? Like last week, this week, today? It was, it was a couple weeks ago at least. Okay. Before I didn't know longer. like when was the last time this was updated. That's what I was trying to figure out. Yeah. Um, Extinction comes out April 10th. I don't know what that is. I don't know either. Okay. So <laughs> Yakuza 6 comes out April 17th. This one I'm kind of stoked for because I think it's like the culmination of the Yakuza story or it's like it takes place a little farther in the future and you're like the main guy has like a kid or something. So I'm kind of interested to see where it takes the story. I I think that one of the more <sighs> once I have like time and I don't have a game like any game in my backlog, I want to get the Yakuza series. I feel like they're they kind of seem awesome. Well, yeah, Yakuza zero a lot of people love that game when that came out like a year ago hmm. i mean it's just it's just i don't know i hear so much good stuff about the yakuza series but i just never have time and i'm watching this extinction gameplay trailer it's kind of weird what is it i don't know i've never seen this before you can you you can like jump off of like awnings and stuff and like you climb these gigantic trolls with this blade. I don't know. It's weird. Moving on. Not worth it. Um, Total War Saga, Thrones of Britannia. So I guess this is like a side story to the Total War series. Yep. Uh, if you're into RTSs, they do good stuff with that. Not really. Um, Metal Max Xeno for PS4 and Vita. Oh man, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> you type it in to look for it. It's a it's an RPG. <laughs> if that didn't say Vita behind it, would you have looked it up? Nope. <laughs> Only because of the Vita. Um, eight then April twentieth. It's gonna be a big day. Uh, Huge. So we got Nintendo Labo coming out. Yes. For the Switch. Are you gonna be picking that up? Nope. But I want it. That doesn't mean I don't. Just be, I am quitting my job, so money is tight. Therefore, I do not have endless amounts of fun uh, funds to be picking up things such as a cardboard box. Right. But it's still going to be awesome. Yeah. 
so some of the some people at work they got switches for their kids this past Christmas, and I think this is something like their kids are really going to enjoy. I, I think that it's just going to be awesome for anybody. I think you can have fun with it. Yeah. You weren't you weren't that thrilled whenever this first was announced. Yeah, I, I, like it's super cool. It's a crazy idea. Like the fact that Nintendo said we're going to announce something totally out there, and it was something I did not like expect at all. Um, <laughs> I don't think anybody just, did. Yeah, it was it was super cool. I mean, I'm not running out to to buy it day one. Like I think it's a great idea, and it's going to be good for the Switch, and it's going to you know help them expand their audience but it's not something that i'm dying to do right away right i i'm interested to see how it like if it flies off the shelf or what i'm i think that it will be the the market for it the sales and stuff that'll be extremely interesting yeah but yeah moving on uh after oh then also on that day we've got god of war finally coming out for ps4 Mm -hmm. um there's some recent previews in the last like a week or so that came out. People finally got to play a, like two to three hour chunk of the game at the start. Um, and everything that I saw was great impressions from that. Yeah. Um, I know that a lot of people were complaining that <clears throat> it's not nearly as fast paced, but honestly, I think that that was more of a turnoff for me in the God of War series was like how fast paced it was. Yeah. And, and kind of like that action gameplay, it was kind of, derivative of of the genre at the time yeah you know yeah so i'm just glad to see them try something new yeah the i and i think the rpg aspect to it the not necessarily ranking up but you know getting better skills and everything and just i i just think it looks awesome it's one of like i said earlier it's one of only two games i have actually pre-ordered this year um and Hopefully it does it. Hopefully it pulls it out, and hopefully it's a good game. Yeah, I, th- I think it will be. I was starting to get worried because we had seen so little of it, but um, nah. I think it'll be good. Look at um, how little we've seen of Death Stranding. Oh, yeah, that's something you should really be worried about. <laughs> um, so rounding out April, we've got Adventure Time, Pirates of the Enchiridion. Or what, how do you say that? In um, Interardian. No. I don't know anything about that. Me either. What? Oh, wait. Is that... Is this an Adventure Time game? Like... Yeah. I'm saying, like, the TV show. Yeah. What? Why would you do that? I think they've done a few before. I mean, I feel like it, but it doesn't mean that I care. Yeah. I'm not okay. really Adventure Time. People say it's good, but... I don't understand how. It's probably fine. Um, and then rounding out April, we got South Park, the Fractured Butthole, uh, getting ported to the Switch. That is cool to see more stuff on the Switch. Yep. I like it. I've been wanting to play that. Did you play the Stick of Truth? No, I've heard really good things about it. It's crazy that these guys that make this TV show are, like, making games. And they their first game is actually really good. Yeah. Speaking of, wait, can we, should we talk about the Ubisoft thing? What Ubisoft thing? About how they sold a huge portion of their stock and Tencent bought it. Oh, shit. Uh, 
I don't remember any of the details on this. Did you hear who bought? Okay, so Tencent bought five percent of stocks, um, and the a company pulled out. Like a company that did own stocks, they own like eight percent or something like that of um, Ubisoft. They they sold theirs. Tencent bought five percent, and guess who bought like three point seven two percent? Was it Vivendi? No, no, Vivendi was the one that pulled out. Hmm. I don't know. The Ottawa Teachers Association. Oh, nice. But the, the crazy so I don't <laughs> there's this good for them. No, there, there's this guy that was like he he sent in an email to Giant Bomb cuz they talked about it and he was like you guys make fun of this teachers association buying this stock they're like but literally no politician in Canada has won a re-election unless they were backed by this teachers association. Like this teachers association of Ottawa is like the mafia of the Canada world. Oh God. <laughs> it's so funny, dude. Oh my God. You need to like, if you're able to research them a little bit and it's, it's gets kind of funny, but yeah, that I, I just realized stick of truth. I mean, the South park, the fracture butthole, but, um, is Ubisoft, and I thought that that'd be an interesting little topic. <laughs> yeah. And Tencent, I get because everybody was worried that Tencent would be because they're huge. If, if yeah. anybody listening doesn't know, Tencent is like the biggest gaming company in the world. Um, they, everybody was worried that they were gonna like sink Ubisoft. Like they were gonna, they're bu- starting out by fi- buying only five percent now, and then give it a couple years, and then we'll have everything of Ubisoft. And then they'll own a whole nother company, but um, they they bought it, and in the contract they are not to acquire they are not allowed to acquire more stocks of Ubisoft for five years and stuff. So like they kind of negated that for a little bit at least. Oh, that's good. And they're not they're a non-voting party, so there's that. Nice. Moving on. So that is all I had for topics. <clears throat> I guess should we move on to the lesser known? Um, yeah, I don't have anything else. Okay, so um, I, I kind of touched on this a little bit earlier with Dragon Quest games on the Game Boy Color, but um, the main one I wanted to talk about actually was Dragon Quest Monsters. So I think that came out around the same time as like the 1 and 2 collection, and I can't remember who, but I borrowed it from somebody in like elementary school, and played it at like a, a field trip or something. Um, but I played Monsters way more. Because uh, it, it's like their version of Pokemon. Had similar Pokemon anime art style in the box and stuff. Um, it was a pretty, pretty cool game. Um, th- this one, like Dragon Quest 1 originally came out in the, in the late 80s. This one was actually made in the late 90s. So it was a little bit more updated for the time. Um, a little bit easier and more intuitive to play. Um, kind of biting off, you know, Pokemon Steez. But a, a kind of a cool, uh, you know, side side story to that. More based in fantasy and magic and that kind of stuff as opposed to, like, present day. Hmm. Um, they, I believe they made portable versions of this through up through, like, the, the original DS. So you may be able to track something down um, online or something. But, yeah, it was a cool game. Uh, it was, I haven't played it for a very long time, and I don't remember a whole lot about it, but yeah. Pokemon Clone, it was labeled. Yeah. When did it come out? Uh, I gotta say, like, 98. <clears throat> huh. 99. 
I, I'm looking at the Wikipedia page. I don't... 98. Yeah, 98. Well, this says Dragon Warrior Monsters. Oh, yeah. So dra- it was known as Dragon Quest in Japan and Dragon Warrior in America. Only after, like, t- 2005, they were allowed to use Dragon Quest because it, it was a, you know, an American trademark for Dragon really? Quest. So they had to wait for that to... to Labs? Run up, yeah. Well, that's dumb. What was Dragon Quest before? Hmm. Like, what was that? I don't know. I bet it was a soda. It's probably a soda. I'm just kidding. Yeah, that sounds pretty tasty. <laughs> I'm trying. I was trying to see like exactly how much like Pokemon it was, and holy crap, it's very much like Pokemon. That's that's what everybody was playing back in. I know. That, that's why I was wondering, like, was it because of the whole, like, popularity of Pokemon that they were just trying to copy it? Or was it, like, I don't know, or whatever. They were clearly trying to copy it, is my point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, reception wasn't too bad, it says. Met high praise. High praise. High praise, man. And what more could you ask for? Yeah, really. Other than high praise, what else would you want? Higher praise? No. Yeah, nah. Nah, that's not worth it, really. Looks like a cool game. With uh, with high praise comes higher responsibility. <laughs> okay. Famous quote from Spider-Man. I mean, was it, though? <laughs> Just sort of. They had breeding? Holy crap, oh God. dude. They got that serious. I didn't even know that. Breeding monsters has a large part of this. A large part. Like, large part? It's like a questionably like mediocre part in Pokemon. <laughs> but it's like super important for like serious Pokemon players though. Yeah, I know, but it's so annoying. I hate the breeding at Pokemon. God, I hate it. It's so complicated. And then you just feel bad because Ditto is literally just getting raped over and over and over again. Yeah. Not to be that guy that points that out, but it's definitely what happens. Oh, yeah, it came out around the same time as Pokemon Gold and Silver. Nice. Oh, and there was two versions of the game. Did you know? Dude, I'm learning so much. (laughs) Called Kobe's Journey... Or Terra's Adventure. Wow. Alright. Okay. I think I'm I think I'm done. The breeding aspect was very interesting though. Nice. It made it so much easier because I guess that the player would fuse a plus and a minus monster together, and that's how they would breed. Unlike figuring out what sort of egg group they are and all this other. I'm sorry. I think Pokemon could have streamlined the breeding system in their games. Yeah. Well, that's about all I had too. So I guess is it time to park this bus? Yeah, I I think that's now your like official ending of the podcast slogan. Yeah, I dig that. Let's park it. All right. Well, where can people find us at? Do you have a bus um, license, by the way? Nope. Uh, but don't tell anybody that. <laughs> uh, so you can check us out on SoundCloud.com/slash C targeting, or look up Codec Call on your podcast app on your iPhone or the Google Play Store. On your Android phone, 
Um, you can follow at ZTargeting2016 on Twitter. I'm at Luke Dalla on Twitter. Uh, Dakota's at FoxDie89. Uh, Buck is at Brow Gaming, And our uh, sometimes correspondent, uh, Martinez, is at CrazyZero on Twitter. So that's where you can find us. Um, check out our stuff. Give it a like, subscribe, that kind of stuff. Let us know what you think. Thanks for listening, and we'll check you next time. <laughs>